is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Masterful Podcast. My name is Chris Davis, and I am joined with... Travis Burlingame. How we doing, people? Woo! We are back here for episode... Oh, what are we on? We're on four. We're on episode four. We made it. We've almost... We've almost filled up an entire hand. Oh, my God. Once we fill up an entire hand, what do we do? Do we go uh, to the next one, or do we just, like, throw in the towel? No, I think we should alternate between, like, fingers and toes. Okay. So, like, you fill up a hand, then you go to a foot, then you come back to a hand, then you go to another foot. But do you do the same foot? So, if it's, like, right hand, right foot, or right hand, left foot? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, right hand, right hand, or right hand, right foot, left hand, left foot. Okay, okay. So, or, we're going to go. Or the opposite for our wrong-handed viewers out there. Like my wife? Oh, you, she's not really. She's left-handed. She, oh, man. Uh, I know it's 2020 and we're supposed to be like inclusive to all things, but like, <laughs> she's uh, how can she do that to herself? Like she's. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I you know what? I don't hold it against her. I married her, so you know it's hey, it's, it's all good. You know what? At least when I write, I don't get ink all over my hand, or have to sit at a weird desk. Yeah, <laughs> sucks to say. Man, suck. what a bummer. Well, love, man, how <laughs> how have things been, man? How how have you been doing this past week? Things have been all right, man. It's been hot. It's been hot, 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 like ninety-five yep. plus and humid up here. So it's been a it's been a rough week. I got my electric bill for the last month, and that was way up. Thank you, air conditioner. Um, mm -hmm. you kept me cool, but I got to give up a couple extra Benjis this month. Yeah, but the last two days it's cooled off. It's been it's been a little bit nicer, you know, something in the eighties instead of the nineties. Still humid, but. That 10 degrees makes a big difference. That's life, man. When we're up there. Um, yeah, I sat outside for like two hours with my sister today. Like, I have a tree that, that casts a lot of shade. It's a, like ideal Ooh. shady tree area. And we okay. just got, we got like our bag chairs out there. We sat and we watched my nephew mow the lawn. Ah, so, yeah. so the nephew took care of it today. Yep. I sat, sat back and watched my 11-year-old nephew go round and round in the hot sun were you were, were you hounding him for like straight lines and perfection and all that jazz or were you yeah, like straight, just cut it straight lines don't bother me it's a big field right you cut the grass you cut just the grass. get it done but i did walk around and make sure he didn't miss any spots ah okay that's that's good that's good you, was it you know, like the whole know. yard or was it was it like so, just the backyard yesterday i cut uh my sister carla and i cut around the house and like my garage and all the complicated areas. But then way in the back, I just have a rectangular field. Mm -hmm. So I did the first cut around the outside to like set the path. And, and then he just fill in the lines. Yeah. He, filled in the, <laughs> he colored it. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. Well, shout yeah. out to your sister for helping you with your yeah. own lawn when she has her own lawn. Yeah. She's insane. Like she comes over and helps me so much just because there's little things that like I'm really bad at as a homeowner. But she just naturally comes in and sees it and is like, yeah, this is what – this goes here now. Mm -hmm. Like, this is this mm -hmm. thing's home. And I'm really bad at figuring that stuff out. Like, Fair. I still had until this weekend – I just had a box of stuff from when I moved in my room. Mm -hmm. And it was just things that eventually needed a home. But I was like, they're in a box. You box hadn't gotten there home. yet. I never would have gotten there is the point. And she came over and, like – said okay we're we're dumping this box out and we're gonna put everything away and we did and it worked out but i i need that boost you know yeah. what i mean because mm -hmm. it doesn't bother me that it's in a box in a corner of my room but 
Does it look nicer now without a box there? Yes. Objectively, yes, it does. So shout out to Carla. Thank you. Shout out to Jill for having a kid 11 years ago that can mow my lawn now. <laughs> um, I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, that was my week. How about you? How's man, Texas? Man, the week week was good. Still hot out here in Texas. We did actually, you know, finally get some rain, which was uh, super, super surprising. Um but overall, it was a good week, kind of a longer week with work, um, just trying to get stuff done, you know, coming up on the end of a month, getting ready to start, you know, back to school season for whatever that looks like for a lot of schools, getting ready to start um, like our busy season, really. So it was just like wrap up the end of the month. And then now that we're at the start of August, which, by the way, it's already fucking August. I, I don't know where the time has gone, but it, like... Summer already goes fast enough when you're out of school, like when you're out of college or high school or whatever, uh, you know, like the summer, even like out of drum corps, like it just seems to move a lot faster. Is that, is that the thing? Like when you get older, I guess, I don't know. Yeah. So somebody kind of explained this to me, like time obviously never slows down. Right. But the amount of time you've spent on earth increases. So to me right now, a year is a 30th of my life. Right. So a year goes by pretty quick, but when you're five, it's only a fifth. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like a year is a fifth of your life, which is much more of a percentage. So like a month takes a lot longer, feels like it takes longer when you're younger than it does when you're older. Plus yeah. you're on the grind, right? Like yeah. Monday yeah. through Friday, you're pushing buttons, sitting in your nice comfy secret labs chair or whatever it is. I go to work and make parts and whatever. And when we were young, we just, had to go outside and entertain ourselves with a stick. <laughs> Yay, you know? sticks. Yeah, but I have yeah, a like, katana. <laughs> We're going on an adventure. <laughs> okay, but don't leave the yard. So, yeah, so like it, it, things are moving kind of fast. And, and it, 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 as soon as we got to Saturday, Kim, you know, we woke up and Kim looked over at me and she was like, it's August. It's like, holy God. I, it's just like, it felt like a month ago was April. And here we are in August getting ready to just like blaze through this month and then get into September and, you know, whatever. But all in all, the week was good. Um, good little week. Like I said, I'm pretty busy with, with everything. Um, I do have a, a fun little like surprise, I guess you could call it, that happened this week um, that we're, we're kind of getting ready for out here. Uh, okay. at, at, at the at the Davis household. So I know that you're already an uncle to two kids. So I'm just gonna tell you right now, you're you're gonna be an uncle to a third. What? <laughs> Christopher! Yeah, dude. Congratulations! Thanks, brother. I appreciate Holy you. Shit! Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Dude! Yeah. Congratulations. Hold on, I'll show you. Um, I mean, like oh anybody, anybody at this point who's listening to the podcast isn't going to, uh, isn't really going to know kind of what's what's going on because you know audio only. But I'll I'll put a clip of this on on Twitter or the pictures and stuff like that. But uh, February. Oh my gosh! If Baby Davis shares birthday with me, oh, this is going to be the coolest thing in the world. Your your birthday's late February, right? I don't remember the yeah. exact day. I'm an asshole. Uh, no, it's early February. Is, Dude, is you the couldn't due date wait right now. two weeks? No. Come on, man. No. No. Um, if anything, uh, depending on how things line up, uh, the baby will share a birthday with Kim. 
Ah, potentially. so that's how you planned it out. Okay, potentially. Like I don't, it. I don't like, really know that we planned it like that, but... Congratulations, um, thanks, dude. Thanks, man. I'm thanks. so happy for you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, so when you asked me that, like, three weeks ago... Yeah? Yeah, I already knew. We already knew. And you didn't tell me? We're, like, 12 weeks along. <laughs> So, I'm gonna be a th uncle a third time, Blake and Kalen. I still love you, but there's gonna be another little bundle of joy that I only see like once every other year. But God, I'm gonna love that kid. Yeah. So obviously, you you were kind of like the last person I wanted to tell. Not because okay, it's not because right, right. I I wanted to tell you last because I wanted to tell you while we were recording. <sighs> So by the time that everybody is listening to this and the time that, you know, our, our listeners out there have heard this, we will have already made the announcement, which is going to go out tomorrow morning, which tomorrow being Monday. Um, but Monday morning, we're going to kind of announce it to the world. But we are um, expecting in February. Uh, we're about 12. Kim is about 12 weeks along. Um, and and we're, we're both super excited. Um, everything's been, we've had two appointments and everything's looking good. Um, the baby has a heart rate. I learned of 158, which is about me on a normal basis because I just have straight caffeine in my veins. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so everything's, everything's looking good. Congratulations, dude. I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for Kim. I don't, I know she can't hear me cause you have headphones on, but yeah, congratulations Kimberly. And, um, yeah, dude. Ah. Uh. We're excited. I, I had thoughts. Like there were things that were going through my head as we were planning for this podcast, and they just they just all went aside. Yep. Have you like have you started working on a nursery yet? Um, uh, you know, that's that's a that's a really good question. So um no, we we have it planned out of how we want to do things in our head. Um, uh -huh. you know, we've got a guest room set up in one of the front bedrooms on on okay. the on the second story right now. We're actually yeah. gonna make that the baby's room. Because and you've never been to the house, but um, we have two bedrooms that share a wall at the front of the house. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then right outside of of both of those bedrooms, because the doors are kind of like along the same wall, right outside of one of those bedrooms is a bathroom. It's a pretty massive bathroom, um, dual sinks, um, kind of a larger shower, toilet, kind of larger footprint, so that we could get in there with any sort of like, you know, contraptions or whatever you want to call them. Um, you know, for the kids, they'll have plenty of room to like have stools and stuff like that in there. Did, did I hear kids? I mean, you're not, having, eventually... you're not having twins, are no, you? No, we're not having. We're not Brian oh. and Jen. We're not having twins. Brian oh. was just as disappointed uh, oh, when we told was, him there was only one in there. I was um, going to be so excited. <laughs> no, but um, you know that bathroom will be up there for for the first <laughs> kid. The, I'm sorry, just the phrase. There's only one in there. Only one. Fantastic way to describe. Only one kid. <laughs> Only one kid. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna make that like the guest room is gonna become the, the 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 nursery, the kids' room, whatever. Um. Kim's current office that she has upstairs is going to become the new guest room because that room that she's using right now is her office and like shipping room and everything is actually yep. connected to another bathroom upstairs. So. We'll use it as a guest room so that if somebody wants to get to the bathroom, like the middle of the night or whatever, they don't have to go out into the hallway and around to get in. They they have the door like right there. So it just it just it makes sense. That's so that's so cool. Yeah. So. Uh, 
Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll do that. We haven't started moving anything yet. Um, we're actually waiting. We did invest in a in a good crib um, yeah. and and a dresser. We found a really good deal on a set, um, and the crib is actually convertible into like a full size. You bed. bought a convertible crib. Baby's gonna be cruising. Honestly, I wanted the race car bed. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, no! race car bed. We have to do it, Kim. But yeah, wait, Kim shut don't, me down. You don't, you don't know gender yet, right? No, we don't. We will not know that until about okay. week 18 or 20. Not that, not that that determines anything, but like, race car bed is kind of more of a guy, like a boy thing, right? I mean, a little bit. It's I had a race car bed. I did not. I know. I had a uh, train bed. I mean. Not a race car though. It had wheels, I guess, right? <laughs> woof, woof. You just you just had to be, you know, kind of like stuck on two rails. I could go yeah. wherever I wanted. I couldn't I couldn't just make a left hand turn at any random point. I, I yeah. had a fixed fixed track. I had a water bed though too. Ooh, see, I, got, I did not have that. My parents I had, had a that. queen I did not size have water that. bed. I had a queen size water bed because throwback right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My my parents got this waterbed because, you know, they had heard so many great things about it. But mm -hmm. what they didn't think about was the 100-pound difference between my mom and my dad. <laughs> so they got in it, and my dad slept great, right? He could move the water all around and whatever. And it was just a rock on my mom's side of the bed because all the water got pushed over there. Oh, you're So poor mom. my mom hated it, right? So mm -hmm. they spent all this money on a nice waterbed. They didn't want to just get rid of it. And my sisters shared a room. So you couldn't just put a queen bed in there and have right. both of them sleep in the same bed. Right. So lucky me, I ended you up getting it. this queen size water bed when I was in like third grade. Honestly, I wonder if there's anybody out there that still has and uses a water bed. Like genuinely. Dude, I, I loved it. I loved it. Like it was, it was great from what I, I never had one. Like my parents had one and I remember like laying on it or like taking naps on it every now and again when I was little. Like yeah. it was great. But, like, I wonder whatever happened to those, or if anybody is still, like, using one, like, a well, vintage I, whole I house like setup. I think, like, the memory foam thing kind of took over and made... Yeah. Like, it's just so much easier. You don't have mm. to run a hose through your house. If it gets a <laughs> leak, you're not going to ruin your floor and the ceiling below it, and right? Flood like, half the house. It's probably an insurance nightmare. Like, Jason well, Finley, if you're listening, we need to know if there's any claims that have come up in your line of work for water beds and water damage. Cause I would imagine like insurance companies wouldn't cover that. He's a, uh, he's out in, in Colorado or something like that right now. Uh, they right? were actually, they're driving back right now at the time they're of recording there. Okay, they were driving okay. back. Uh, they were out in Colorado kind of little getaway. They with posted their parents. some pictures and they were just, gorgeous. they're gorgeous, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, I, I they love Colorado, dude. Mm -hmm. One That's of these so days pretty. we'll get up there. One of these days I'd, I'd love to get up there. But Kim's we more of a beach person. We will have to plan a vacation. Coordinate. Yeah. COVID's going to have to go away. Because I, I Yeah. Wear a mask. Hashtag. That'd be nice. Wear a mask. But um, yeah, I, I would love to do something like that, dude. Mm -hmm. that, I love Colorado. It's so pretty. And the hikes are so, they're tough, but like so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. It, for me, I have enough problems breathing anyway with like, I can't breathe through my nose. Mm -hmm. So I have a hard time like regulating breath and I get out of breath really, really easily. Yep. Um, so with the thin air up there, it really hits me kind of hard, but I love it, man. Mm -hmm. uh, love yeah. It. Plus there's yeah. mountains you can just drive to the top of. That's true. 
I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not, but... Why, no, you really can. I mean, whatever. So, okay. Dude. 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 Yeah. Okay, so you're going to be a dad. I am going to be I am going to be a dad. This is this is cool. Low key guys, scared shitless, but you know what? It's fine. We're going to we're going to figure it all out together. You know, I'm I am going to th- have a little throwback to our last episode. Are you guys going to pick a name before this baby pops out? And if um, you do, is Travis on the list? Travis uh has not been discussed. That does not mean it is not on the list. I'm putting it on the list right now. Okay. As I've... as Uncle Uncle Travis, I want to have a nephew Travis. Okay. And now I realize there's a chance that it's gonna be a niece, and then my name is out of the running, and I'm totally okay with that. I'm gonna love that little girl, whatever. But I just want Travis to be in the discussion. Kimberly can shoot it down, and I know she will. Like, no, you have enough Travis in your life. I don't need any more of that. And if and if we pick Travis and that kid turns out anything like him. I'm in for hell. That's what she's going to say. Okay. Which is going to eliminate my name. However. When, when I bring that up to her, I'm going to record her. And then uh-huh. we're going to see how, how like similar that was. <laughs> so so what would you do if I if we named him Travis? Is that like, it, can we even discuss it? No. Absolutely not. After what he said about me in his best man speech. No, no, no. Yeah, no, she's going to sit there and just be like, no, 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 <laughs> hell no, 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 no. <laughs> no. No, I know I just don't hard have a pass. chance, but like, you bringing that up to her would be so funny to me. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up. I'll bring it up and I'll report back. You know, I say that like she hates me, and I know she doesn't hate me. Like, I genuinely know it at the bottom of my That's heart. That's true. <laughs> but... <laughs> it would just imagine. be funny for the memes, dude. Imagine the, the memes. The memes, yep. You gotta love it. Gotta Man, love so, it. It, you know, I was, uh, I was scrolling through Facebook um, uh-huh. and scrolling through, like, Twitter over these past couple weeks, and uh, you and I having similar experiences in a lot of this, like, the drum corps season not happening. Let's, yeah. let's. Man, let's let's dig into that a little bit, and and I wanted to chat a little bit about it the last episode because um, John Stroud was sharing a lot of uh, clips that, on yeah, Twitter, yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was it, it was like random clips. A lot of them were from like the 2010s and and, and early 2000s and all that sort of stuff. Um, Our era, pretty much everything from from our era. And I felt super old because he was sharing things that like we were there for like a whole bunch of like 2008 shows and 2007 shows and yep um which also by the way uh when we recorded last week's episode yeah that day 13 years ago we were on a plane to california for the 2007 the cougar alarms were going off we were staying (laughs) we were sleeping in pirate ships man what what a summer was, that was! Oh man, cougars and pirate ships, Bakersfield, like Nat easily blocks. the. Oh my god, the nap block in the middle, of the, the Gatorade machine. Do you remember that? Oh, the the free Gatorade machine. I remember finding that and just like the whole drum corps like went and found pillow sacks full of just like sixteen ounce bottles of Gatorade. It was so good. And then Bobby J was like, you guys probably shouldn't have done that. I realized you just stole $50 from PepsiCo and they could afford it. But they don't care. You probably shouldn't have done that. But you, you might have stolen from the school. I remember, Pre- I think Prado was pissed. 
yeah brian prado was like what the fuck are you guys doing and we're like i don't know staying hydrated (laughs) getting electrolytes bro like (laughs) but the purple was free but man no it's it's been weird without drum corps it has been like genuinely weird without drum corps and and today at the time of recording, what's it, August 2nd? Like, today would have marked the start of finals week. You know, everybody going out to Indy, getting ready, like the open class cores, getting ready to go and perform. And, and I still put my uh, my DCI picture as my profile picture for Facebook for the week. I haven't done yeah, that, that yet. I need to that do was, that. That is the tradition. And It's true. Even though it is not technically finals week, I'm still supporting my activity. Our activity. I know the it. The activity. I know it, man. But it's just, it's it's weird. Right? Yes. I mean, everybody's, like, so used to, at this point, uh, talking about, like, slotting. Where everybody's slotted at right now. How everybody's going to finish. What shows are strong. What shows aren't. Like, what cores yep. changed their their ending of their show 17 times since Georgia, which w- would have been two weeks ago. It would have been ours. Like, it, <laughs> we changed our show so many times. It, it, like, in 12. And did we ever really make any big changes in at Surf? No, surf. We didn't have the rehearsal time to make huge changes. That's fair. I don't think because we always took we always took breaks, like we always had mini tour and big tour. That's true. That's true. So I mean, I remember putting like small changes in here yeah, and there, no, but never to the point all the time. Never yeah. to the point where it's like, okay, you remember those twenty pages you had at the end? Yeah, fuck that. They're gone. Yep. Here they are. <laughs> we're not Here doing it anymore. We're we're changing the music. Okay, so between D and E, that music's just gone. God. So, you know, the song you've been playing all year, yeah, we just took 12 measures out of it. Yeah. You don't forget. It's in the show tonight. <laughs> we, we took we took 12 measures out of the show, but your drill counts are still the same, but you yeah, have four out. new sets in there. Good luck, figure it the fuck out. Hey, Jeff Saktik was a wizard, okay? Uh, you're not wrong. What he did with my age out show with the two with the uniform colors and stuff yeah. like that, that I mean, that stuff was nuts. The guy's a wizard. Shout out to Jeff Saktik. If you ever listen to this, uh, I don't know what went wrong in your life, but I hope it gets better. And uh, you're the man. <laughs> My God. My God. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's just, it's 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 a bummer. Um, yeah, so Seeing I was all actually... these, like, memories shared around and, and like, rating all these drum cores and, and talking about, like, even YouTube, or no, Facebook. Facebook's been sharing all these videos that's, like, top 10, like, GE winners from since the year 2000 and like top 10 like Jim Ott brass award winners since early 2000 it's carolina just like crown, carolina crown carolina crown carolina it's like crown 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 crown, 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 crown bd Fan, crown, crown yeah oh, they kept winning drums that's right that's and true then the, then the guy went to santa clara and now they just win drums yeah in. yep now now santa clara just takes drums shout out to mark monahan Man, he's, he's their bass drum instructor. He is. He is, and he's. I think he's still living up in New Jersey, right? Yeah. Oh, he doing went some to cool Rutgers stuff at Rutgers. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what he does, but it's so cool that like I went to high school with him, and now he's on the best drum staff in DCI. Yep. I was in a high school drum line with him. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Back when I thought I was a drummer, but yeah, I actually. I had a, a friend over last night, and we had a fire out back and whatever, and it was uh, Christy. Um, what? Yeah. And y'all didn't, like, did you, no one just wanted to call me? Her fiancé lives, like, 10 minutes from my house. You're joking. No, it, it's really cool, actually. So she was in town for the weekend. I said, hey, you want to have a fire? You, like, you just want to hang out, have a drink, whatever? And she 
said gladly. Hell so yeah. she came over and whatever. She didn't sign my wall, which I'm a little bitter about. But like willingly didn't sign it, or like we, sh- I, I showed, gave her the tour of the house and said she could sign it later, and then we forgot. Okay. Never forget happened to me. Um, but <laughs> all the time. So, but we were talking about this and like how it's sad because you know the last week would be when DCI comes northeast. You know mm-hmm. the Atlanta to Allentown run, and there's always been this Chester, Pennsylvania show that I've gone to for the last four or five years, whatever yep. it is. And then Giant Stadium and mm-hmm. Allentown and you know Jay Burning Crumb don't lie. So this is this is my time for drum corps, right? Like this is my yeah. season. It comes to and, town, kind of. Yeah, and I'm nowhere near as in the activity as I was. Like I think there's only one person that I marched with that is even still eligible for DCI. And I, actually, you marched with her. Is that girl Kelsey? I think her name. Was Hernandez? Kelsey Hernandez. Did she age out last year? She would have aged out either last year or two years ago. Oh, I can't. Shit. I can't I'm remember because anyway. I because I taught I taught marching band with uh, her dad. Oh, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up but, in right. up in Norman. Anyways. Anyway, um, so I don't know anybody on the field ever yep. anymore, right? So that was always cool when you would see people you know and you could mm-hmm. like tweet at them or whatever and say, "Hey, great show tonight." Like yeah. that, that was always cool. But I think what I'm going to miss more than a year worth of shows, right? Like there's tons of DCI content out there. I can go watch shows and have mm-hmm. a, as good of a time as ever. And I'm not, I'm not as into the newer era of shows as I was in like the 2000s, just because all the right. props and stuff like that. Like it, it works. And if I watch it once, it's cool. But I, it doesn't have the rewatchability to me. And that's just that's just my personal opinion. And I know mm-hmm. this happens to everybody. The golden age is whenever they marched, right? But <laughs> it, it, and it happens to me. And I'm not trying to discriminate. The performers today are fantastic. The shows are fantastic. The stats are better than they've ever been. But I'm still like my f- favorite show of all time is 2004 Caddies. It's the James Bond show. Yep. Like no props, no gimmicks, no nothing. Just, just like Ben Kick Ass Band. Yep. And kick-ass yep. drill writing. Yep, exactly. And yeah. It, and it had a cool attitude, like James Bond. Like, who doesn't love James Bond? Right. Except for the bad guys he's trying to kill. Right. But, like, it was so, it was so cool. Mm-hmm. So, more than more than shows, Christy and I specifically met at Drum Corps. And it was right. just a silly interaction that we had. Was that 07? 07 was her first 07, yep. that's right. So, and it was it was like Yellow Day for the color guard mm-hmm. and she was wearing yellow and black and it was like yellow black yellow black and i was like oh you look like a bumblebee i'm gonna call you bumblebee yep because <laughs> you know 17 year old me was so funny mm-hmm. and and like that's just how we became friends that's how the whole friendship started and yep. then like the next year you me and carla like had oh, planned oh my god carla and i to sit on the bus so carla and i were playing Fortnite together on friday evening yeah, I think yeah, it yeah. was. And and her and I were talking about that. She was like, do you remember the crazy setup we had just to get bus seats that mm-hmm. year? Because it all went by, like, seniority and how many years you had marched in the drum corps. And we all, like, figured out how to, like, sit with each other to sit with the people. We, like, it was insane. It was yep. absolutely insane. I remember it that, was... though. Do you remember the six people? Yeah, it was um, 
It was you, Danny, me, Maria, um, uh, Carla, and no, nope. Was Heidi in there? Mm-hmm. Heidi Brooks was in there. Uh huh. So you sat with Carla. Oh, that's right. Okay. Okay. This is before Carla aged out. Carla's age out was two thousand eight. Oh, that's right. So it would have been eight. So it would have been it would have been Carla, me, um, you and Danny, Heidi and Jackie and Christy. No, and Christy. Shit. You're such a good friend. I know. So I'm so is, old, guys. Guys, had, ladies, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're about to be a dad, okay? You can get away with it. It's fine. We we had the back row, like not the all the way back, the last set of like pair seats. Mm-hmm. And then you and Carla sat in front of me and Danielle on the, the door side. Right. And then you were bus captain that one year. Oh, my God. <laughs> when the I was, bus like, got I was like, 17-year-old me doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I will be captain. <laughs> And, then and everyone in the back of the bus was like, what? What does that mean? I was like, fuck it, I know. Carla was more of a captain than me that year because she woke me up at every bus stop. <laughs> I just have to make sure everybody has their bus buddy. It's just like every time we, we stopped at a rest stop to like use the bathroom, you know, I, I had, had to be the one to wake up and make sure that everybody was on the bus and count everybody. But like, think about it. 3 a.m. on a tour bus that was built in 1973 or whatever fucking year those buses were built. It is dark out. The lights really don't work all too well. And I'm expected to count people that were either in their bus seats or laying in the aisle or laying underneath the seats or <laughs> whatever. Like some people yep. had fucking hammocks and I'm supposed to count all these people? Yep. Nope, didn't happen. You, you volunteered. I did. I First rule of drum corps. Never volunteer for anything. Yeah, that's that's the last time I uh, that's the last time I volunteered for that. Yeah, yeah. No, I I would never ever have done that. You're you're insane. But you were an overachiever, so I mean, you kind of still are. Thanks. And that's a good thing. That's a compliment. Thanks. I mean that. I mean that as a compliment. Okay. I can't wait but, to clip this for Twitter. Go ahead, do it. <laughs> Um, so anyway, what Christy and I were talking about is it's not the shows that I'm going to miss or feel bad about, right? It's, it's our relationship that isn't going to happen for the next generation, right? It isn't the silly tuba player from South Jersey meets the nice color guard girl from Central Jersey who's somewhat shy and like breaks her out of her shell and becomes friends that are still talking, what, 13 years later, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it, you and I were going to be friends anyway. We were in high school together. Like, our relationship might be different if we had never done drum corps together, but we were going to be friends no matter what. Yeah, it's, yeah, because you forced me into it. You're welcome. Actually, I would say Carla forced you more than me. Yeah, you're right. Thanks, Carla. Yep. Look what you did. Look what you did. <laughs> Jesus. Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. Goodness. Th- that's what... Yeah, I, I agree. I think the bigger losses. And it's not just drum corps. That's the football teams where offensive linemen that, you know, do everything together never meet mm-hmm. or, or whatever. And I just, like, the relationships lost and the memories that one year of DCI kids won't have that's what yeah. I feel worst about. Like, I really hope, and I don't know if it's been announced yet. I really hope DCI gives the kids who would have aged out this year an extra year. I think that they did. 
because okay. because I know I know for a fact that like WGI did it for for all the percussion in the in the guard groups. I'm almost like 95% certain that DCI did it. I'm not 100% certain though. So I, I really um, hope they did because it's not the kids' fault. Yeah. And it, a year of drum corps is a memory you will never ever lose, and you'll never get back if you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like right, right. And I know I know you didn't march at least one year that you were eligible, right. and like you'll never get that back. And, nope. and I, I don't necessarily know if you 100% regret it if, if that what you had to do, but like yep, yep. If that is that is like probably the top regret in my life if i were to quantify it even like that's that's number one and it wasn't because like you guys won or it wasn't because you know i didn't get a chance to march or it wasn't because you know like i missed out or i didn't really get a chance to get like a job or an internship while i wasn't marching it was because i didn't get a chance to march and make those relationships i didn't get a chance to see you age out like in the same core like i i got to see you age out Actually, it, I I didn't even get to go to finals that year because yeah. we were um, because Kim, right? Kim and I were on leadership for the pride, um, yeah. so we didn't we didn't even get a chance chance to do that. But yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, yeah. not getting so, all that. It's so funny because we both we the only core we marched together was surf. We never marched together at cadets. Right. But like people just know us as we both marched cadets. You know. What right. I mean? Exactly. It, it, did you you march two years at cadets or just one? Just one. It was okay. it was just twelve, and that was my like rookout, age, age out, whatever out. you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a hard time calling it rookout because yes, you were a rookie at the cadets, but you were a what four year veteran of drum corps. I, I had five years under my belt at the time. Yeah, <laughs> like and plus you I was good. People, plus you marched with a bunch of people that you had already marched with. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like I stood next to him in the arc. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who who did you stand next to? I stood right next to Jesse Garcia. Cool. I, I stood next to Jesse Garcia, and on the other side of him was Evan Barry, and that was like ever since we we hit December camp when I when I first came out all yep. the way through the season. That was the order. It was Evan, Jesse, me. That's awesome, dude. So we and 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 we kind of intended to keep it that way, which was which was really special. But but yeah, no, I agree. Like not having not having those relationships and not having you know the chance to connect with people, um, even if like. It, even if DCI manages to raise the level or like raise the age range for those who would have aged out this year, like yep. give them an extra year of eligibility. Like there's not a hundred percent guaranteed chance that those people will be able to even take advantage of their age, yeah. out, like their, their additional age out, I guess. Yep. Like, and it's, it, look, it's an expensive activity. Yep. It's easier to do when you're younger. Okay. I, I think that the age 21 age out is perfect. Yes. I agree. You you can do it while you're in college. When you're out of college, DCI Mm -hmm. is not ideal for everybody. Right. But I mean, uh, that's, that's what I'm sad about. And it's going to be tough for our activity to recover. You know, like how many alumni are going to keep donating to cores when there wasn't a show this year? How many, you know, how many kids are going to put their email address on, you know, it's not YEA anymore, I don't think, but whatever's email list to get the information about it. Like, yeah. there's a whole year of that not happening. All of the marching band uh, stuff in the Northeast is canceled. There are no tournament circuits. Like, TOB's done, US Bands is done, yep. it, Cavalcade, they've all canceled this it's, season. It's the same way almost out here in the Midwest. Um, yep. Actually, it, it's not canceled. Um, the uh, BOA 
is they, what they did was they pushed it back to winter. Um, so like if, if you want to compete in BOA and put a competitive show on the field in San Antonio for, for like Texas state, um, you, you won't be performing until like mid December, early December, whatever it is. So, I mean like cold band already sucks. I hated cold band. Like, I mean, you get cold band in a dome. Yeah, I guess. But even still then it like gets frigid and it's, it's, it's all bullshit. But, um, but yeah, no, it, it's um, it, I think the waves behind this, it, it, you know, instead of just canceling or besides just canceling the shows and and missing some of that revenue and, and DCI probably not having a chance to really grow or capture revenue, the core is not being able to to supplement the revenue, so on and so forth. Yep. Like that that's not just like a year thing. Like that's just not a 2020 thing. That's a 2020, 2021 so on and so forth. Like that's going to ripple out throughout the next probably three years, three, four yep. years, if, if, if I had to guess. And DCI as um, an organization paid cores for shows. Exactly. I mean, that's half the reason we were told anyway that Jersey Surf went world class when they did because you got like triple the amount of money for a show. Right. You know, and right. all that's gone. You know, obviously mm-hmm. the cores aren't moving a, an armada of buses and whatever, but still there's yeah. money gone and that's not coming back like the, uh, the activity is going to be in a worse shape and, and this is everything okay mm-hmm. you're telling me that major league baseball isn't worse right now because of this look what 100%. happened to the marlins and the phillies right the phillies didn't do anything wrong and they haven't played for over a week at this point yeah and they're getting you know punished I mean? because of, of of what the marlins like, yeah. have kind of caused because because they wanted to go out and, and that's what it was the a bunch of players on the Marlins went out their last night in Atlanta because Atlanta is who the Marlins played for their exhibition games before the season started. Yep. They went out in Atlanta and got COVID and then flew up to Philly and gave it to everybody else. And then it's fine. It's fine. fine. I don't, I don't fine. want this to be another COVID episode, but like, <laughs> no, I get it though. But like, you know, it, it's kind of the, the state of, of what we're in right now. Right. I mean, it's, it's kind of what, what we're having to deal with, but I will say, on on the flip side, while it's it's sad that you know the the generation of kids that would have marched this year don't get to experience that. It's sad that you know the the revenue might not be where it would be, whether it's with DCI as an organization or the individual cores, or you know we talk about world class and we talk about like top twelve, top sixteen. But I mean, you push below top sixteen, you push into open class. Like, what's going to happen to those cores? Like, you think about cores like you know SCVC, or you think about cores like Music City. Or like, or uh, it's not Forte anymore. I can't remember what the Texas core's name, Fusion or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, think, yeah. if you think about those cores, like, what's what's going to happen to them? What's going to happen to to all those smaller cores? Like, it. I think it, they're gone, man. I hate it. To say sucks. It. it absolutely sucks. You know, and you you can't not feel for the for the kids that that want to be there. I mean, yeah. like, if you think about if this had happened, let let me let me put this scenario to you. If this had happened. While, like, in the era of, like, 06, 07. Like, you and I marching a younger, like, gaining steam Jersey surf. Like, would we have been able to go to California in 07? Fly to California in 07. Probably not. Like, it's just, it, it, like, a core like ours, like, we might not have been able to make it. It's such such a shame to think about, right? Because I look back on that. 2007 core that's my second favorite core that i marched yeah you know like 
The yeah. Cadets 2011 to me is just, it, it was so far and away my best year of drum corps ever. And, sure. and, and the tuba line was so tight and, and just like the whole the, drum corps was core, just on fire. That core was on fire from day one. We had, we had a swagger about us and we had a confidence mm-hmm. that I have never experienced in drum corps and everybody liked each other. You know how in some drum corps, like the drum line might not like the horn line or mm-hmm. whatever. Yep. Or the, you know, the pit might not like the color, like whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, the front ensemble. Um, but that did not happen in 2011, which makes that far and away the best year for me. And like we were in second or third place most of the year. And then we won four shows that whole year. Yep. And it was the Ohio show before. Massillon, right? Is yeah, that what it's called? Yeah, whatever it is. It's like the Pro Football Hall of Fame field. Yeah, Massillon, yeah. Ohio. Yeah, that show and then the three finals week shows. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, we had this momentum about us. It was just insane. A- and that's not going to happen for a team this year, for yep. a drum corps this year. And that's really sad. Yep. And I look back on that 2007 corner, and we had something very similar. Everybody got along. Everybody liked everybody. Yeah. We were good for... For what we were, we were good. You look around that core at where a lot of the people in that core ended up. There's a lot of successful DCI careers in that core. Yes. I mean, think of the, the guys who went to BD. Think of the guys who went to Cadets. There are mm-hmm. people who went to Crown in that core. Like, uh, it, it's multiple world-class champions were in that line. And, you know top five finalists were in that horn line and in yep. that drum line and in that color guard too. There's a bunch of those color guard girls that went to Phantom that did great, yep. you know, Stacy and Liz and Steph and Heidi and uh, Carrie Hudasek. And yeah. like, you know, all those people did fantastic things. And like Kara went to Blue Stars and Hannah went to, to Boston. To Boston, and that's right. Liz and uh, Danielle and all those people came to Cadets. And like mm-hmm. there, that color guard was insane. Yeah, for a a DCI a Div Two at the time, at the, <laughs> showing our age there a little board, bit. You know? And and even Christy, I did, forgot about Christy. I marched with her. Yeah, you know, like I mean, there was mm-hmm. insane talent in that core, and we were we got along, and it was it was fun. Like it, the whole the that, whole Kugel that's alarm, alarm thing. Like we were so much fun, and we wanted to be on the field getting better with each other. Yep. And, yep. and it was just so cool. And, and you know, the, there's an era of would-be DCI kids that aren't going to get that feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, that memory, at, there's 0% chance of that happening. Yep. And and I, that's the, that is the biggest takeaway from no DCI yeah. for me. Yeah. I, I will say, on, on the flip side of that, though, it is really cool to see a lot of these different clips being shared, a lot of these different, you know, full shows for the cores that are like giving the copyrights out, you know, to, to watch certain shows. Like I know, I think blue coats has been doing that a lot with a lot of their, like, like 2010s type shows and everything where they're like, yeah, it, you know what? Screw it. Let's watch it. Phantom's been doing a lot of D, like live, like Facebook lives where they will yeah. just go and mow through shows all through the decades of like top shows in the eighties, the nineties, like 2010s, 20, you know, two thousands, whatever. Um, so I, I, I love that they're still doing that and that they're keeping up with that. And they're still like sharing these memories around like, yeah, it sucks. We don't have drum core, but like, it's kind of like a massive history lesson for everybody. Like, oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, even, I'm even seeing things that I didn't know about when I was a, a marching member for however many years. 
I would love the cores that I marched to come out with like a director's commentary. Like, you, you know, the, the feature on the DVD yeah. where the guys are just talking about the, the thing mm-hmm. the whole time. I would love to get, you know, Gino and Colin McNutt and, you, you know, uh, Jared, the visual caption head from that year. Yep. And uh, I can't. Whoever the 2011 color guard caption head was, I apologize for not remembering. Jesus, Travis. Um, yeah, I know. I'm terrible. But, like, get them all together and talk about the show. You know, and get Jeff Sactic on the call and get the, the Brass Arranger. Uh, Jay Bocook. 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 Yep. Um, get them on the call and just have them talk about the show. Like, you know, this was the this was the Angels and Demons show. Like, you know, we had this pretty cool idea. We heard this, you know, and sample the orchestral piece that they heard and wanted mm-hmm. to do Angels in the Architecture. Like, and go from there and just do a full breakdown of stuff. And who thought of this? Like, who was the person who suggested yeah. bringing two different Yeah, games? when it was who, thought of. Yep. Just go through the whole timeline and be like, break this show down for me from whenever its inception was to yep. when you pulled it off the shelf said this is what we're doing all the way through finals like get God, me there i would gobble that content up it would be really right? cool to see and even yeah. like even to see cores do that back and forth to each other yeah oh absolutely to to have like jeff sacked comment on like things that bd was doing at the yep. time or to have like you know scojo or, or you know like comment yep. on all the books he was up against in a specific year or hear Michael Gaines talk about the, oh the Cavi stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It, it, what, what would be really cool, and you and I should talk about this, is like we have a lot of drum corps friends. We do. Let's get them in a call. Let's play some shows, and let's talk about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You could get – we could get – off the top of my head, we could get Cavaliers. We could get Crown. We could get Blue Devils. We could get Cadets. We could get Blue Coats, Phantom Regiment. Like we could, We could just go down the line. Yeah, and just try to get everybody in a Zoom call and just talk about the shows and have memories about them and ask questions and you know like that would be that would be fun. Uh, I'm not trying to plug content that I don't know if we're going to make, but like that would be, no, that would be such it, good. It would be Obviously, cool because, Surf too. Well, yeah, and because it would be cool to take a trip down like memory lane. I I don't know if you saw in the alumni group in in um the 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 Surf alumni group today, Bob Jacobs was like, "Hey, this should have been finals week. Share your favorite like finals um, memory, finals like your week finals pictures, week yep. pictures and all that sort of stuff. And and I I took a second. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to scroll through and see what everybody's posting. Um, and there was something that um, somebody posted. We marched with an 07, and, and his name's escaping me right now. So so I apologize. Um, but he shared a picture of all of us standing in that circle. Do you remember this? 2007, it was the morning after finals and all of us were standing in a circle on that rehearsal field, like holding oh, hands. I saw this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we were all just kind of standing there and and I remember like Bobby J giving giving a whole like speech about what we had done that year, everything that we had accomplished. Like we went from, what, seventh place in 2006 to going Mike all the Hanrahan. way. Mike Hanrahan. Mike Hanrahan. That's right. Right. Shout out to Mike Hanrahan for, for, uh, for, for mentioning that, but we're all standing there. We're talking about how far we had come, um, you know, precursor to, 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 to 2008, 2008. Maybe. <laughs> um, but we talked about, I mean, we won, we got silver, which I'm still slightly bitter about, but it's okay. We got second place. We took best brass. We took best percussion. Like 
we killed it that year. Yep. Did we win? We won feet that year, or no? We lost feet. I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I can't remember. But like we were talking about all that sort of stuff, and then in the end, it just ended in this giant group hug. With with like the entire drum corps, and I I think that's probably one of the coolest like memories that I've ever had in drum corps. You know, especially because it was that 2007 corps that we were just talking about, right? Like, yeah, we woke up, sure. we were on fire, everybody got along, all that sort of stuff. Like that was just a really cool moment, and I honestly I had almost forgotten about it until Mike shared that photo. But to see yeah, all the photos in that line were, it was just awesome. That whole week, okay, it was we were fun. There. Do you rem- do you remember the 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 bass drums pudding bet that like if they won drums one night they get an yes. endless amount of pudding and okay. they, they were those giant like yeah those cisco like yes gallon <laughs> things of pudding okay there was that um that was the gym that had the upper level they had the upper level all the way yeah like the, the like the bleacher area yeah Chris Chris Garten and Sarah Risden had that mock wedding yes that week okay um Victor, Victor, happened? and Corey were playing like 007 or something while we were uh-huh. all just dicking around, taking a break. Yep, yep. I remember all that stuff. Matt Hurley doing the shots while tossing rifles. Do you remember that? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't think so we should good. remember that. Like, I don't think we were supposed to see that. But yeah, no, we we definitely weren't supposed <laughs> to see that. But when you see a man like toss a five, take a shot, and then catch it perfectly, like everyone deserves to see that. It was so funny because Matt Hurley was the color guard captain head for most of the five years that I marched to surf. And I only got to see him spin on like a select number of occasions, right? Like it was very rare that you saw him. You could probably count it on two hands. As a horn line member, it was rare to see him spin. I'm sure color guard people saw it more, but, and, but every time he did, you know, he's a, he was a heavy set man. You know, he always had a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. You know, it, it was just he was somebody's he, spirit animal. I'll tell oh you that gosh. he was his own spirit animal and he owned it. Okay, <laughs> but it just every time I saw him like toss a rifle, it was just perfect. Yep, and it was just like, dude, you go, Matt Hurley. You go, Glenn. I'm go, pretty go. sure. I'm pretty sure the couple times that he ever did it in front of the entire drum corps, the whole horde line was just like, holy shit! After every toss, just like. It's it's like one of those rare things, like the couple times that um, that that Keith Bush would pick up a tuba in a Keith visual Bush. rehearsal and just throw that shit around like it was nothing. Or what was her name from 06? Deb? Oh, my she God. held the two tubas out. She's four foot six and just grabs two 35 pound tubas, holds them straight out and be like, if I can do this, you can hold your fucking horn. <laughs> so good. It, it was just so cool. I, I always thought it was cool to see, like, a staff member, like, chop out or play or spin or do whatever. Like, because that – you already knew that these people were world-class type educators, right? Yep. They were there for yep. the right reasons. They were there to teach you to be better and be the best version, whatever. But, like, to see them in their element actually doing what they were teaching you was just yep. the coolest thing to me. It, it, like, gave extra validation to the fact that it was like, yeah – that guy can yell at me all he wants. He's a badass. Yeah, or like you'd see Shorty pick up a trumpet. Oh my and god! He hasn't played in two years, but just bust out a double C. Like, like yep, it's just what he does, you know. So I remember, ridiculous. I remember one time. Okay, and this is this is going to be a name. Jason Schickel. Yes. Came to 
drum corps camp with bagpipes. It was a winter <laughs> camp. It was like January or something like that. And he's in there playing like, I don't know if he played the national anthem or whatever it was on the bagpipes, right? And Shorty hears this and he just gets pissed off, right? Because bagpipes are stupid loud, right? Oh, God, So yeah. it was echoing all through the Votech. Mm-hmm. And Shorty like grabbed a horn from somebody and just started just blaring in Jason Chickle's face, essentially trying to get him to, to shut up. But they're having like a little battle or whatever. It's always and fun Shorty to watch. Just, Shorty just ended it with a double C that he held for like five or six seconds. And just, you, you know how he never like did that standard, just breathe in to stop playing. Right. He would just rip the horn off his face. Yeah. You know, like every, every lead trumpet player does. And God, it was, we all just started clapping and he didn't say a word. The whole time. He just put the horn back Set down. Set the horn walk down away. and walks away. But yep. God, shout out to Tim Bartholomew. Man, there's so many memories too. And his son, his son marched surf, I think for three years. And then uh, marched for, March for two player, or three right? years. Yep. Something like that. Yep. yep. Uh, Chase, I think it was. Yeah. It's, it's, it's always cool to see like, you know, like legacy families and everything. Yeah. It was, it was always cool. Like a cool memory I have was. I was in high school. It was it was the dream show year, the the lullaby, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brian Prado, we did a show somewhere, and Brian Prado was on the field as a um, like a visual judge. Yes, okay? he was judging feet, and that was that show in the ballad. Okay, the drumline didn't play. I pulled out that little um, like conductor's hat, and we ran around. You were a train. Toy, we were a toy train, right? <laughs> So there was this little, there was this little like lull halfway through it where the drumline was crossing the fifty again, and I was in front, and I went toot 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 yep. toot, and Prado says on the tape like, "Well, Travis is the only human on earth that could pull that off," <laughs> <laughs> and like, and Mister like Phil gave me the tape, like I have the tape somewhere. Did it's, he really? A, That's hilarious. Yeah, it's a cassette. I I don't have anything that could even play it, but it's like. Those memories are are so cool. He called me out twice by name on the tape, and it's like because I knew him at drum corps, and it's just yep. like that drum corps family is so mm-hmm. so tight. Yep. Like I never marched with John, but I can talk drum corps with him. Yeah, and like we know that it's like it's understood. And John, John gets mad at me sometimes because like his his best chance to win was the year that I won. Right, like yeah, and then I showed up. I came down to Oklahoma right after wearing my cadets jacket. That one year, he better not be wearing that cadets jacket. You told me he said that, and it's just like him and I hang out, and it's just like he's a Mets fan, I'm a Phillies fan. He was a Cavalier, I was a cadet. Like it just, it never quite lines up for us. But it's just, I have great respect for the guy. You know, his show was awesome. It's just. That that was a really good show. I I did enjoy that that, that was show. The stilts and the upside down year, right? Uh, extraordinary, I think, is what the show title yep. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was. I didn't think that was the name of the show. Stilts yeah. and upside down. Stilts, stilts and upside down. It sounds like a blue coat show. Anyways, no, it was um, it, it was cool for me because you know we talk about all these friendships that we've had for so long. Like you know, obviously you you and I like that's uh, we're we're past that. We already know that we've been friends for however long. Um. Anytime I get a chance to see somebody I either marched with at, you know, like a, at surf or cadets, or I know somebody that marched the same time period I did, yep. like, I, I try to take advantage of that, you know, so the, the recent example was, um, 
one of the last trips I took to LA before, you know, COVID and the whole lockdown and everything, um, I, I went to LA and I got to see Jesse Garcia and uh-huh. I, I reached out to him and I was like, dude, like I'm going to be in your area. I don't know where specifically in LA you are because it's just the most dense freaking city in the world. Um, but you know, I was like, Hey, let's, let's meet up. Let's get a beer. Let's, let's get a burger. Like, let's, let's just, I, w- I want to catch up with you. Cause I haven't seen him since we, you know, I aged out. And he was like, yes, let's do it. We spent four hours almost at a bar. Yep. Just shooting the shit. Like, it was just like, hey, do you remember this? Like, hey, do you remember this? Like, oh, yeah, we were doing this at this time. Like, yep. you know, it, the whole nine court, yards. Drum Corps kids, we, we all have a respect for each other. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what corps you marched. If you're in that brotherhood, if you marched on a finals or semifinals, whatever, if you made it to that week, like you're in it, and it, you don't even yep. have to know them. They, they could have marched like crossmen or something and you, you had zero connection to them, but you hear they marched DCI. You can talk to them. Like I, I went yeah. to a, I went to, this was before the whole COVID thing. I was at a red Robin and some of all places. Came in, yeah. Somebody came in with a cadets two shirt on. Hell yeah. And I was like, yeah, I just want to say, I'm sorry. Did you mar- did you march cadets too? And they're like, yeah, we marched this year. I said, oh, I mar- well, I marched cadets, and we just had a just two, like two minute conversation. Yep. But it was like, hey, you know, I know, I know your activity. And it was. I know your the hard times and the good times, and yep. it's just like I've been there. Yep. Keep yeah. on keeping on, man. It was it was cool because you know this this past year, you know, Kim and I taught uh, one of the local marching bands that that Brian teaches, right? Um, Brian and, and Tanner, who we were playing Fortnite with the other night. Um, yep. You know, we were, we were teaching with them. Their assistant band director that's that's there, she marched um, Troopers, SCV, and BD. And instantly, okay. like, her and I, like, kind of connected. Um, she's super chill. We, we both got it because we've both been there, right? Yep. Um, I was teaching with one of the color guard instructors and, and dance instructors there on a certain move and found out that he marched drum corps. And he marched yep. drum corps at the same time as the assistant band director. And so I was like, okay, well, what other years did you march? And she, he was like, well, I marched this, 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 and this. I was like, oh, well, you know, you know, I marched so-and-so. I was, you start going through the checklist, right? It's like, oh, yep. did you march with so-and-so? Or did you, like, march with this person? And uh, Matt Ball was the person who came up. And I know you marched okay. with Matt Ball in, in 2010. Yeah. Um, Matt Ball came up because I marched with him in 12, and then he went on to BD. BD oh. is where this guy had mar- – it it's just like it's a really cool circle that you can connect with people because it's like, yeah, yeah, I remember that person. Like I marched with this person. We were both rookies together. Like I stood three feet away from him in the arc. Yep. Um, it's just it's, – it's a really cool – it's a really, really cool experience. And that like for me with drum corps – most of my memories aren't on the field. Nope. Right? Like, you remember some rehearsals. You remember some shows, you know, whatever. Usually you remember shows when something bad happened. Like, you missed a horns up or something. Like, oh, crap. Or, you, or God forbid you fell. Yeah. Oh. I never fell during a show, but I fell in practice. I've, I've, in I've fallen a couple terrible. times in rehearsal. I never fell during a show. Do you remember? I think it, it, I actually think it was 2007. We were in that big block. Okay, and the block moved across the field to side one, and then it rotated and came back inside to like the fifty. Yes. Okay, you guys might not have had big step sizes, but the people on the end of that, the two you were you were running. Okay, so we're we're going we're hauling ass backwards, and the person on the point falls, and then four people piled up over them. 
Yep. Ugh, yeah, that hurts so bad. I landed like on my shoulder blades and flipped over backwards. Yep. I remember I remember a couple times during uh the 2007 oh, show when we were building that, where were we in in Hatboro Horsham High School or whatever it was in PA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Katie Brown's high school. Yeah, yeah. We were falling backwards and uh, er, we were, we were marching backwards before that first hit, and yep. all the it was at the point where they set all the color guard swing flags on the field, and I I remember getting my foot wrapped up in one. Oh, and man. I and I fell. I did a backflip basically, like I yep. rolled and then popped up out of nowhere. I just yeah. remember Brandon Nace being like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, we have to play now. <laughs> Brandon Nace. Um, yeah, dude, the, it was so much fun. And then, like, I remember in one of my favorite memories from 2007, or not 2007, 2011 at Cadets, was in EPL before the show, EPAC load, all the guys would go take a shower. And we would all sing the national anthem in the shower. Yes! Okay. And anybody who has ever sang before knows that showers just have amazing acoustics. It echoes forever. Yep. Bounces off the wall. So yep. we got a bunch of musicians in there, right? And it's just, whoa, say, can you see? Everywhere. Oh Everywhere. You're talking harmonies on harmonies. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the it's best it's ever sounded. Super Bowl's got nothing on a drum corps singing that in a shower. Like, like, I will take 120 naked drum corps kids singing the national anthem over any famous celebrity at the Super Bowl. Bet. Right? And we will bring the house down. There'll be a 45-part harmony that you never thought could exist. Mm -hmm. It existed in those. Oh, but it, that was another example of how that core was just the happiest. Like, it would echo throughout the school. Yeah. Like the, the girls locker room would be like on the other side of the gym or whatever. And they could, they heard us like yep. multiple times. Mm -hmm. And it was so like, it just, it, it was fun. So much fun. It, it was you so know, much it was fun. Two minutes worth of time while you're rinsing off from a hot, sweaty day. And like, it was so great. It was so yeah. great. Yeah. And those are the memories. Excuse me. Those are the memories I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. You know? Yep. Yep. Free days are fine. But it, it's it's the experiences you can't get anywhere else, you know? It, and in 2011, we made half of DCI hate us because that was the year that, you know, the Chase giveaway, if we got enough people to sign up for this email list, oh, they I gave away that. a bunch of money. And, and George actually, like, rented us laptops and stuff like that so we could go and pester all of our Facebook friends to help us win. And we ended up winning, like, 250K. So, like... Yeah, y'all made Sorry out with I that. I annoyed you, but we made money. But, like, I remember sitting there with my friend Ello and Lloyd. Yep. And we were sitting around a computer just messaging our friends, and we just had a good time. Like, Ello, Ello had these little, like, green M&M headphones that I, that I was wearing. <laughs> and, like, I think I stole her glasses at one point. And we were there, and I had my Snuggie. Like, it was casual. It, it, it was casual. It's casual. It's casual. See, that, there's another memory right there. There's too many of them. There's 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 too many to count. What was the one year that you guys just kept going around trying to do this thing? To, to, uh, the, like, it was thing? 2009. 
Yeah. Because there was that baritone player who knew not only how to like frat snap, but he also knew how to do like the swimmer thing where you hit your bicep against like your lats back here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember Michael, that? And Michael so like yeah. every time it was just like you know check adjust like you know stand by the whole quorum would go like this. And you'd hear one guy just go like in the back. It's just like God damn it. <laughs> uh, good. It's too much, man. It's too and much. Then, in 2009, the year we got knocked out early. And then we played Ultimate Frisbee the next day. <laughs> oh, that was so much right? fun. Uh, I had almost forgotten about that. That yeah, was so much fun. I mean, th we marched with some amazing people. And, like, did. I, I just – I love looking back on Facebook and seeing, like, the successes of of my friends. Like, like Chris Garten is in Hawaii. For, like, the second time. Yeah, but he's back in Hawaii. Back in Hawaii. With his husband and, like – kicking ass in the navy band mm -hmm. right i think he just got just navy. recently got like promoted or something yeah like that. yeah he's awesome. doing he's doing some like, awesome stuff you I see like to that guy in a decade but like i'm so happy to see him doing well you know yeah what I mean? yeah you see guys like like kevin labeouf who uh -huh. who he, went he's from the, he's the cavi's caption head right yeah, yeah yeah he went from winning at crown to teaching crown to now he's the cavaliers uh brass caption head Yep. He's got a whole bunch of cool stuff going for him in New Jersey. Yep. Um, I wish I could buy the Subaru he he posted the other day, but you know I don't I don't know that I have that money right now. Yeah, it's it's no. fine. Everything's fine. He, he, and he has a beautiful house like on a lake up there. Right. Um. And like Evan Barry is teaching band down in Texas. Liz Blackford is teaching color guard down in Texas. Yep. Right. Yep. Like you're down in Texas doing insurance work, I guess. Some somewhat insurance work. It's fine. All an offshoot of insurance work. About yeah. to have a kid. True story. You're about to be a dad, dude. I, know it. I, oh, I can't believe you. Uh, You're welcome. I love and I hate that you made me give my reaction live on this podcast. Yeah, I know. You're yeah. welcome. But You're welcome. Yeah. Well, I, man. I mean, I'm a little bitter that I was like the last person you told, but Just I mean, think of the memories. At least I got to find out before the people. That's true. At least I knew. I. Hey, getting to know before the Facebook post goes live. That, that's a real thing. That's how you know you're in the inner circle. Yeah. That's how you know. Hey, I love you too. Um, okay, so a couple things real quick to wrap up this DCI talk. Favorite on-field moment? On-field, like, like during a show? You marched, that you marched during your career. What was like the best DCI moment? Or like your favorite, whatever it was. We're, we're talking in rehearsal, out of rehearsal. Yeah, how, however you want to define that. Like, your favorite memory I, on the field with your drum corps. That's it. No, that's a, that's a really good question. I think for me, um, I think for me, it would have been final. It would have been finals night of my age out year. Is ex No, sorry. I think it was semifinals night. Semifinals night of my age out year. Um, it was, you know, so, so 2012 cadets. Um, we basically redesigned the end of the show, I think, two or three times. And the whole point of that... Um, the whole point of that was literally to get the crowd to stand up for the last minute and like 15 seconds of the show. I mean, that's how any drum corps tries to design their show. But we designed the show. We got to Allentown. It kind of worked. But, I mean, it, it also worked because, you know, it was our home it's show. It's Allentown. <laughs> we, exactly. But we got to um, we got to, to prelims night and it didn't work. And then we got to semifinals night and it worked. 
And I remember I stopped playing. This is this is one of those few on-field moments that I remember. I stopped playing for like two counts because I saw everyone stand up at the same time. And it was just like, holy shit, it worked. And I'm pretty sure I said holy shit in uniform. So like whatever <laughs> at that point. But I was just like, yes, holy shit. And then it, like at, at that point, you know, I had had basically six years of drum corps under my belt. I, I had had so many shows marked, so many shows learned, so many hours put into this. But like that moment was like the cool cap on all of it. Yep. Because I had gotten to that point, what we did worked. And it was just like, you know what? I can do, you know, the one more show or the finals night or whatever. And, and that'll be it. That like, I, I'm good with my drum corps career. Like, yeah, yep. it sucks. I didn't, I took a year off, but like, I'm good with my one year. As much as you do, you can't regret the time you missed. You have to be grateful for the time you had. Exactly. You know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like at the time in 2011, you, you were making what was the best decision for you. Yeah. And Bingo. It might, it, you might hate yourself for it, but it, put yourself in that context. Ex yeah. You made no, exactly. The best decision. You had an amazing drum corps career, dude. Yeah. Didn't you get like rookie of the year? I did. I yeah. did. I got rookie of the year in 2012. And then Christy got like color guard member of the year mm -hmm. and rookie of the year the year before that. Yep. And then I just, I, I got shit. I didn't deserve anything. <laughs> I didn't deserve nothing. But <laughs> she showed up and did your shit. <laughs> oh yeah, my two best friends. Oh, they get all the all the awards. I get nothing. There we go. It's okay. Um, <laughs> so mine's actually very very similar. Mine is in 2011. Um, we played the ballad. After the ballad, the entire chord was arced. Angels on one side, demons on the other. Mm -hmm. And then we did the zipper together and turned around and did a slow walk forward doing this build. Yeah. Um, and as we turned around after the zipper, we, we like formed this company front from an arc to the company front and came forward, just getting louder the whole time, right? Yeah. And, and you could see the crowd stand up. Mm -hmm. And like, as this like epic drum corps moment, we're building it on the field you're getting the instant gratification of like the crowd figuratively throwing babies. Right. And it was, it was such the highlight moment. You know what I mean? Right. It, it was such the, it was the culmination of a seven year drum corps career for me. Yep. I mean, I, I started out in 2005 getting cut from the drum line going over to the to the brass caption head saying, hey, I would like to play either mellophone or baritone. What do you think? Him saying, well, you're a pretty big dude for 15. Nope, you get the big one. Getting complimented on my first camp for actually playing, going through like so many years of having to write the fingerings in under every note, right? Mm -hmm. Not knowing what note I'm playing, just knowing that I had a friend write the fingerings in for me. Okay. Yep. And then having to go to another person to make sure that that person actually wrote the fingerings in right. Okay. Learning an instrument for DCI. That's learning tough. how to march with it. You know, I, I had never marched. The only marching I'd ever done was in a drum line, you mm -hmm. know, crab stepping and stuff like that. Learning how to slide, learning how to do all that stuff. A and then seven years later, I am in the core that is the best in the world, having that moment of like get out of your feet get out of your seats get on your feet you're about to explode with applause 
Like not them choosing to do it, us making like, them do it. It's going to happen whether, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then like we we halted for like eight counts and then, you know, you, you, do you start the, flying. Jeff Sactic writes variations on a company front and, and how you, you flip it and rotate it and whatever. And it's just like, they didn't sit down. It was like a minute and 30 seconds, just like you're talking about, that yep. they did not sit down. And they knew that they were watching the 2011 DCI World Champion happen. And then it, it's actually documented on video. We go into the tunnel. All right. And, you know, we, we stand there at, at attention and Ben Pouncey says, relax. And we relaxed. And, and you know, it just uh, emotion pours out. Yep. You know. Yep. And, and in that moment, we knew we were the champions. Mm-hmm. Like it, they they could have given it to BD or Cavaliers that year. And it, it just would have been total BS. But And everybody would have known it. Yep. And. and Went back on, out on that field for retreat, and you know you just stand there, no no reactions, no nothing, and and just hearing the guy say the cadets, the field is yours, like yeah, that's got to be cool. That's so that's that's such a moment, right? And, and I would argue with anybody that I know that won, that you know whether it be Matt Piatek with the Spartacus show or Garrett and Kenny and Victor, all the years that they won with BD mm-hmm. and you know, all of my cadets friends that won and Kevin, when he won and Sam, when she won with crown or did she win? Did she age out before they won? I don't know. I think she I won. can't remember. I think she won. I think she won. But to anybody who's won hearing the DCI announcer say that voice, the field is yours like that it doesn't get better than that like yeah and for me it was my last show you know i didn't win and then have to do another year not that not that 12 sucked i'm not i'm not trying to poop on 12 no, but it's, it's like totally fine. the last step i ever took in a drum corps uniform i won a world championship mm-hmm. it's really cool and then yeah, one man. of my favorite one of my favorite off the field memories came right after that our truck our equipment truck had cadets um Nine-time DCI champion, ah, nineteen-time world champion, and my dad took electrical tape to the side of the truck and, and changed 10. it to ten and twenty. Like, ugh, it's so cool. Yeah, and my, I took I took my medal off and put it around Carla's neck, and, and I don't even know if Carla remembers this, but in two thousand four, when they got back to the Votech after tour. She had her medal on and took it off and put it around my neck. And oh, like, nice. that was such a cool moment to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or excuse me, it was 2003, 2004. We stayed out in Denver. It was 2003. She came and put her medal around my neck. And that was like, so cool to me. Kind of full and from circle then moment. on, like, I, I always wanted to do that. Like the last show I ever marched, the medal goes around Carla's neck. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that, that was one of my favorite. Well, man, let's let's kind of wrap it up here. Let's let's kind of wind down and and kind of wrap some things up here. I know that we, you and I, could go on for ages, and I'm sure, like you said earlier, if we got more people in here, like I, we would have enough content and, and enough DCI stories. Fireside chat. We we would. We really would. We would have enough to fill up an entire Reddit thread, like the whole new hard drive I just put in my computer. Like it would just go on and on and on. Um, yep. But. As our drum core careers did, uh, this discussion too does need to end at some point. 
are, are we aging out of, of are, the podcast? We're going to age out of this podcast for this now. This podcast is officially too old. This podcast is is not eligible to march in DCI. COVID or not, this podcast is does have to to kind of wrap it up. Um, I do want to pose a question for you uh, because uh, I have I have forgotten to uh, we got this question back uh, after the first episode uh from from one of our one of our our listeners out there um and i did not ask the question I, and honestly i don't do even I, remember do i know who this listener is yes you do um and honestly i don't even remember like the full question in its entirety or anything like that but um she asked uh what our favorite college teams were and why they were not the louisiana state university tigers so Amy was very upset that I did not repeat the question back for that for episode two. And Amy, I'm sorry, um, but shout out to Amy, who's uh, he's you, not sorry. You know Amy; she's done some really cool paintings. Uh, she's got a really cool YouTube channel. We'll try and link it below. This um, week, I commissioned a painting from her. Did you Did you get that going? Yep. Nice. I officially, I officially PayPal'd her. I have one coming it, actually too. It It is underway. I can't I can't wait. She does incredible work. She does. She she really does. I think it's uh it's it's Mamesy Creative on YouTube is her is her channel. So definitely go and show her a little bit of love. Tell her that the masterful podcast gentleman sent you. And yes, you have to say gentleman. Uh she asked about favorite college teams. I'm I'm not going to answer that question because we already all know the answer to that. Texas. Uh Travis's favorite team is Texas only no, because your it begins Texas. My favorite team is not Texas. Oh my god. I would rather gouge, Texas. I would rather gouge my eyes out than cheer for that school. I'm buying you so much orange. It's not even funny. I'm not going to do it. You're going to do it. I'm going to burn it. Your child's going to be a Texas fan. You know that, right? No, dear God. No. That child. Nope. nope that, <laughs> we will put it back. <laughs> that child could live on its own then. <laughs> you can clip that. Fuck it. <laughs> we don't We don't stand for that in here. Not happen. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, no. I, so I'm not a big college sports fan. I'm just not. Nope. I I understand it. I I get the the thrill that people who went to big colleges get for it. But I didn't go to a big college. I went to county college and then I went to work. So I I just I never got into it. I would always 100% of the time rather watch the professionals do it than the amateurs. So it, honestly, the the people that I follow the most are like Oklahoma because I have an ob obvious connection there i actually do follow texas because my other best friend goes you know he's in, in in he's doing research at the university of texas like yeah I, I i hate that my two best friends are on both sides of the red river rivalry but like whatever i'm really impressed uh, that you were able to say that without like stumbling hooked on phonics done me good kid that was one take folks one take yeah the one take wonder or uh, Red River Shootout because I think that's what it's called. Isn't, Nobody isn't the Red River Shootout the game, but it's generally the Red River rivalry? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's that's All pretty right. much what it boils down yeah. to. Okay. We're we're good. We're good. But yeah, obviously the the big one around here where I grew up is Penn State. Rutgers is also like what's it? Division one, but it's Rutgers. Yeah. Penn State. Yeah. Once yeah, we got, Penn State was the big one. Once we got Paterno out of there, the you know things have been going in the right direction. On now, the up and up. up, up there at Penn State. So, yeah, that's that's it for now. I was I'm, I was a Duke fan in college basketball, but I don't I don't follow it. I think yeah. Coach K is awesome, which is why I'm a Duke fan. But 
Well, that's that's the only question we'll we'll have for today. We'll we'll leave it solely for Amy because Amy, I'm sorry, I forgot the question, and I, she's I not just sorry. I, no, I I am, and she's been giving me crap about it. So there you go. We're gonna leave the only question of this episode. All right. Well, that's that's gonna do it for us, guys. Uh, if you made it this long, guys, thank you so much for for listening and following along. A little bit of a trip down memory lane. Um, obviously DCI in a really odd position with the coronavirus, but um, some really fun memories that, that Travis and I had, and I hope that anybody who's out there who isn't getting a chance to march this year will will be able to take advantage of it for next year. Whether you're you're gonna be aging out. And for your additional year, or you're just going to be marching for the first time. And it sucks that DCI is not around, but you know, hopefully, the the people that got through it, we can rely on the memories that we do have to help us get through it. And we know that in the future, when it does come back around, that these memories will be made again. And it's 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 a good thing to see. It's uh, you know, once we get a vaccine and we get this thing under control, it'll be a good thing that you know the arts are back in the foreground in this country and you know great people are going to be making great friends it's it's uh i'm happy that it's not dead it's gonna be good it's gonna be good well guys if you haven't followed us on twitter yet please go ahead and do so interact with both of us uh on that account it is at masterful pod on twitter uh we are dropping these episodes on spotify apple podcasts and anchor.fm um on Anchor and Apple, you guys can leave us reviews. You can give us, you know, five stars if you want to. One star, I don't recommend that because we're just pure awesome. So five stars is the only option on our podcast. Um, but definitely leave us a review. Send us some feedback. Tweet at us. Uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to interact with you. We'd love to answer your questions uh, and, and make this more of a conversation. So give us a little bit of a follow. Interact with us. Um, again, we appreciate you sticking around for the length of this episode and uh and we will catch you guys over in the next episode peace Peace.